0: Sledrecht and welcome to Tales from the North. I just finished doing some morning stretches for the first time in a while. Oh, my muscles are certainly tight. To be honest, they are the complete opposite of flexible. However, doing the exercise and full breathing felt good and made me wonder why I hadn't gone back to doing that on a regular basis much sooner. I guess there is a new start for everything, even if we lapse. Is winter a time for lapsing? I don't know, but I seem to do it despite best intentions and resolutions made in January. Resolutions that only seem to last three days. But now it is officially springtime. Last month we had the spring equinox, a marker announcing longer stretches of daylight, something that's so very noticeable here in the north of Scotland. Aside from the extended hours of natural light, it doesn't really feel like springtime here right now. I suppose I was unrealistic, willing the buds to suddenly burst open and the sun to shine, and all things to look bright and green and vibrant in this first month of spring. Instead, the wind has been blowing and the landscape still looks rather washed out. In fact, as I looked out my window right now, small flakes of snow are whirling around on the wind. Oh my, this really makes me impatient for sunnier days. Although saying that, when I look more closely, I see the buds forming on trees, snowdrops are out in hidden places and others not so hidden. Birds are still happily chirping away and carrying bits of grass in their beaks to create nests, while the sea is slowly forming a rich tapestry of new seaweed growth. All things to be celebrated. Last night I saw a frog on my doorstep, huddled in a corner, trying to remain inconspicuous. A frog! That seems to be a rare occurrence in Caithness, or at least I haven't seen many frogs here. I was glad I saw him, and by the light of the porch lamp I nudged him, croaking indignantly, onto a dustpan and brought him to a more safe environment. Frogs are one of the main indicator species for changes in our environment. They are organisms that can tell us about an area by their presence or absence. It may indicate a developing pond ecosystem, as well as increased protection nearby. Aside from all that spring entails, I wonder what changes lie in our path. I came back inside after doing the shopping, put some music on in the background, and got out a green cloth to cheer up the table. I placed some tall irises I bought in the middle of the table to enhance the feeling of spring, and who knows, maybe even to coax it along. In a way, springtime sometimes feels like a more fitting season to make resolutions, which could have greater potential to stick. There's more energy working in our favour. With the brighter days comes a widening of perspective where prospects and hopes may widen too. After what we've been through this past year, it may be hard to open ourselves up to creative wishful thinking. It can be tempting to pull back and hide in an attempt to protect ourselves and to avoid disappointment. However, as the birds and buds are flourishing, we too can take one small step at a time and resolve to pursue two or more hopeful thoughts. It is okay to prepare ourselves for various outcomes. But it is also healthy not to focus on what might happen negatively or what new restriction will be put in place. Instead, let's open up our hearts and minds to new and surprising possibilities. We can start with what is in front of us. There's always an open door somewhere. People who have existed in the tightest of circumstances have been living testaments to that in history. Like those who have been unjustly imprisoned, Or have faced severe illness or disability, and still they choose to step into the pathway of love. We have incredible illustrations of such profound humanity in our own time. Some great examples of this are the author of The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, Jean-Dominique Boby, and of course Professor Stephen Hawking. Both wrote amazing books, one letter at a time, against extreme odds. Such people knew the great value of perseverance and the significance of the smallest movements of mind and body. Early spring is a wonderful season of tiny movements and sometimes almost imperceptible changes. It is this mysterious growth which can even be more inspiring than the fabulous blooms of late spring and early summer. Here is a poem by the Pre-Raphaelite poet Christina Rossetti called Spring. Spring by Christina Rossetti. Frost locked all the winter, seeds and roots and stones of fruits. What shall make their sap ascend, that they may put forth shoots? Tips of tender green, leaf or blade or sheath, telling of the hidden life that breaks forth underneath, life nursed in its grave by death. Blows the thaw wind pleasantly, drips the soaking rain. By fits looks down the waking sun. Young grass springs on the plain. Young leaves clothe early hedgerow trees seeds and roots and stones of fruits, swollen with sap, put forth their shoots. Curled-headed ferns sprout in the lane, birds sing and pair again. There is no time like spring, when life's alive in everything, before new nestlings sing, before cleft swallows speed their journey back, along the trackless track. God guides their wing, he spreads their table that they nothing lack. Before the daisy grows a common flower, Before the sun has power, To scorch the world up in his noontide hour. There is no time like spring, Like spring that passes by, There is no life like spring life born to die, Piercing the sod, clothing the uncouth clod, Hatched in the nest, fledged on the windy bow, Strong on the wind, There is no time like spring that passes by, now newly born, and now hastening to die. And so from me, Monique Sleebrecht, till next time.